You are listening to WERA 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. This is your girl Yazzie Speaks on another episode of Millennial Minds. This evening, we have a special guest. His name is Mr. Trey Rainey. He is the official arena host for the Washington Wizards, a voiceover personality and promotions assistant and engineer at Radio One. Hey, Trey. What's going on, Yes. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. That was a, you know, that was a very good introduction. You made me sound real cool. So, you you know, are real cool. A, a little bit. I'm working on it. I'm trying to get cooler. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not as cold as outside, but I'm trying to get a little cooler. It's, it's all the way up. So this is a really big deal that you're the official arena host for the Washington Wizards. Yeah, man. Like, how many people, how many sports fans would dream of that? Right. I mean, it's really it is a sports fan's dream. Literally, that's what I I mean. When I go out there, I'm really I'm literally the fan with the mic. I'm the fan. Like the only thing is I can't, you know, you know, yell at the players when they're shooting free throws and stuff, you know, you like can? I would as a fan. No, um, <laughs> I wish I could. But they would find <laughs> the league big money and I would also be fired. So I'm not going out like that. But um, but yeah, man, like it's, it's really fun. I've been, you know, with this fan my whole life. So, you know, I used to go to the games when I was a kid. So, you know, growing up and to become the hype man, like, it's, it's really dope. I, I enjoy every part of it. I love all the fans. And, you know, I really do it just just for the love of just being in front of people. Mm, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, y'all, Trey and I have a little history. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him the first day I went into Radio 1 for my interview yep. for the promotions assistant. Mm-hmm. And someone came in. It was a young, like a young millennial I think it was a girl a young lady and she came in and she was like she looked at me she's like do you work here and then Trey turned around and looked at it was like not yet not or, yet or something not you yet. said and I just died laughing you were mm-hmm. the first person I saw I was greeted by and guys Trey has this amazing work ethic you know he'll work from sun up to sundown and you know, so I just want you, Trey, please tell us some more about how you grew up and um, how you ended up, what what sparked your desire to mm. be um, in radio and entertainment and sports entertainment and, and um, uh, sports, how do you say, commentating mm-hmm. and and how you got to where you are now. Well, um, basically, I grew up grew up a sports fan, big sports fan, um, DC sports fan specifically. Um, but you know, I love basketball. Basketball, of course. You know, basketball is my favorite sport. Growing up, um, I played basketball uh, all my life, pretty much until I had this really bad injury that I don't want to talk about right now. Okay. But um, I had a really bad injury. We could talk about it later. But um, <laughs> <laughs> had a really bad injury to my ankle, and I've kind of been sidelined ever since then. But you know, I've always had a love for basketball. My dad, with his job, he used to get tickets to the game. And, you know, he would take me down there all the time. And um, I remember I was a ball boy one time. You know, I went down there. I I got to meet Shaq. I met Kobe. My mother took a picture of me and Shaq. Shaq had me in the headlock. But my mother, congratulations (laughs) to her, she put the film in backwards. This this was way before iPhone. Ah! You That's know what I'm hilarious. saying? So we couldn't even get the picture, so it didn't oh, even happen. No. I can't even stun on the gram with it. But um, I got you. But at yeah. least it's always you know, it's it's in my it's mental. In I remember mind. it. You know what I'm saying? You know, if I tell people enough, they'll believe it. So you know, <laughs> I remember it. But um, but yeah, um, you know, my my dad is a huge sports fan. Uh, so you know, he really. He once, you know, of course, you know, once any father, you know, finds out their son is into sports, especially if they're into sports, whatever they're into, whatever their common interest is, if they have, if their child has the same interest as them, you know, they're going to embrace it and push it on them as much as possible. So, you know, once he, you know, realized that I love sports as much as he did, you know, he would try to get me around it as much as possible. He'll take me to football games, basketball games, hockey games, baseball, whatever, just to see what I was into. And, um, you know, I really, 
I really just I've, I've really grown to be just become I, I call myself a man of the people mm-hmm. and you know like I, I I strive off of people's you know energy and things like that so you know and you already have like a huge energy yeah yeah I, th- I, I think so too so you yeah. know like I try to put out the energy that I want back and you know what I'm saying that's the one thing I learned over the years is that you know when you put out the best energy um, you know you're gonna get those people that you know that you want in your life it's, it's easier to pick to pick and choose the people when you just straight just come out with who you are you know how you're gonna act and how you're gonna rock but you know I'm, I'm getting off topic I'm sorry but no you know back to this is relevant yeah, yeah it's yeah. all relevant yeah but um specifically how I got into radio um I went to school and you know as a kid you know being in the ra- being on the radio especially when we was kids because uh you know the radio was radio still is still live now but it was really popping back when we it was, was kids you know? it was so you know like you know we got the new streaming era and you know people mm-hmm. don't even go to the radio to listen to music as much anymore so but you know it's one of those things that you never think that you would get an opportunity to do so it's like something you keep in the back of your mind, like, oh, you know, I could do that, but you know, I'm never gonna get a chance to do that. Let me, uh, you know, go to school and, you know, get my business degree and get out into the, you know, get out into the social world and, you know, just try to, you know, just try to work my degree and see what that can get me. And um, I worked a sales job um, out in Tyson's Corner for a little bit. Now, when um, did you start working that? Was that I after started, high school? No, or? that was after college. Okay. So, um, yeah, after I graduated from Bowie State. Shout mm-hmm. out Bowie State alumni. So you you did go to undergrad? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, I did. What did, what did you study at Bowie um, State? I went to uh, marketing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, yeah, I got my marketing degree from there. And, um, you know, and that's one thing, too, because, you know, we had talked about this um, before the podcast, well, before this started, and um, about, you know, choosing what you want to do after college and that was really tough for me because when you when you graduate high school the thing is like you go to college because it's like the 13th grade right and it's not like you want to go to it's like you're like all right i I finished high school you join the military you get a job or you go to college. So like, you know, a lot it's of like people, a checklist yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, the next thing I do is get the college degree. Then you get the job. Then you get the house with the picket fence. We'll do, we'll do, we'll. So, you know, it didn't really work out like that for me. So, you know, I got my college degree and I learned once I got into the business, I was like, this is not what I want to do in my life. Oh, so you were a sales. Mm-hmm. Where were you? I was a sales rep at a, at a um, company called, um, what's it called? Uh, Binary Fountain is in Tyson's Corner. Okay. And, um, you know, I did sales there for a little while. They were a startup company. Um, you know, I liked the people there. It was cool. I enjoyed doing sales. That's what my pops did, too. And that's another thing. Another thing in my father's influence. He was a salesman. We both talk a lot. So I figured, oh, okay, you know, he makes money doing this. So, you know, I can go do that, too. No, not my thing. I don't like people telling me no. So, you know, like, Trust me, I <laughs> yeah. understand. The I, I, I don't enjoy that, especially <laughs> when it's something when it's a product you don't really believe in. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm selling something that I got that I believe in, I know the hard work I put into it. You know, I'm really just working for somebody else who's working for somebody else or somebody else. And, you know, right. I can't put my passion into it like that. But um, I've always had a passion for the people and I've always had a passion to talk. And, um, you know, talk to Trey, talk to Trey, man. You hear me? Number but, um, two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, I really kind of slipped up into um into uh into sports uh me and my homeboy jack shout out to him uh we went to a nationals game one day and one of our friends was working in the store and i was actually still in school at the time and um i had talked we were, i was kind of joking like yeah da, 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 i want to get a um i want to get a job here and i want to work in sports he was like yeah da, 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 i'll get you in there so he got me in there the next week i'm working oh, in the wow. store mm-hmm. so i'm working retail you know folding clothes and on tv one day I see them do a little report before the game starts. And that was my first introduction to 
what a ho- well, to a hosting, you know, especially for like big brands and sports. So, you know, I would sit there and I would kind of watch the guy go and I'd be like, I'm folding the clothes on the little joint, checking the price tags. I'm like, uh-huh. man, man, I could do that, man. That ain't nothing. So mm-hmm. One day, I, I knew one day, one day. And then, you know, I, a lady, a girl I met there, Ariana, that's my homegirl. Um, she put me on with the Wizards. So mm-hmm. I started working there for a little bit. And I never forget my first day I tried out for um, an entertainment squad they have called the Power Pack. Mm-hmm. But basically, they keep the crowd hype. You know, they throw T-shirts and all the good stuff. They interact with the uh, with the fans and, um, you know, they handle all the encore games and all that good stuff. So um, I did that. And the first girl that I met there, um, she was she had um, brought us down there for the um, auditions. And she was like, yeah, da, da, da. oh, you're so hype. You're so cool. You should be the host. And I was like, what is that? And, you know, after that, I fell in love with it. And I made it my mission to become the host. And so I worked there for about five years and I waited for my opportunity. And, and so um, what did that look like when you when you say you worked there? Because mm-hmm. there was a lot of travel involved, too. Yeah. Right? So, you know, um, I mean, the, the way I looked at working there, it it, it was fun for me. Like, you know, it's. it's it, it, <laughs> I, so I, what were you it, doing? Like when you started working for the Wizards initially, mm-hmm. what what did that look like? What were you doing? Oh, I was working on the Power Pack squad. Oh, okay. So, oh, mm-hmm. that's what you were That's doing. what I was okay. auditioning for. So that's how I got in the building. I understand. Mm-hmm. So, like, we work directly with the host, uh, you know, with the DJ, and, you know, pretty much all everything that goes on in the game that doesn't involve actually shooting a jump shot. So, you know, I, I got to see how the business works. I got to see how, you know, what it's like to to be in front of a crowd of 30,000 people and you know I, I thrive off like like you right. know I thrive off the energy so uh-huh. you know there's so many people out there I can't see anybody so all I do is feel and you know I just watched and watched and watched and I'm uh, Gia Peppers that's my um that's definitely one of my OGs right there she uh mm-hmm. she's kind of taught me she's taught me a whole lot she's really blown up since she um became the host at the Wizards um you know she's working with VH1 and she's worked with the NBA independently that Sprite awesome. uh all types of stuff and yes. um so she's really been my mentor she was my mentor the whole time was kind of giving me pointers and you know just just having someone that's doing it believe believing in you and just giving you positive mm-hmm. you know feedback is it meant more than it means more than you know than people know and that really mm-hmm. pushed me towards going for it and you know I got it how did the opportunity come? Like, how did you tell us more so, about okay. that? So basically the opportunity came, um, uh, my old boss, um, Zach Graham, that's my guy. Um, he, you know, me and him actually kind of, we, I don't know how we kind of manifested this, this relationship, but we got really cool. And he kind of looked at me like, you know, like an understudy, and, you know, how he, he told me I reminded of him a lot and he kind of came up the same way, uh, I was, that I did, you know, he was on this, on ver- uh, his version of the power pack in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And um, then he, had, you know, he had came there, and then he became uh, the arena host there, and then he became um, entertainment uh, game presentation manager, and then you know oh, he got wow. bigger and bigger and bigger gigs, and you know he will, I always bother him all the time. I say, hey man, when you gonna let me host the game? Da 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 da. You know they got you know the old guy Rodney Rakai. Shout out to Rodney, he was really good. I learned everything, basically everything I know from watching him do it. You know, and I you know I do my own thing with it now, but the basics I learned everything from watching him, and um, one day. Um, no, Mystic Season came around actually, mm-hmm. and um, Autumn Joy was the host. Shout out to Autumn Joy, and um, she for whatever reason she she you know wasn't the host anymore. And he had called me one day, and it was Kids Day. He was like, "All right, man, so we're gonna have five thousand kids in here today for this game, and I need you to be the host." Whoop de whoop de whoop. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Okay, cool." So I go in there, I do it, um, I get great feedback, 
Um, they invite me to do it again. I have great feedback again, and they let me do it the rest of the season. And basically, that's when once I just continued to get the feedback and them letting me know they wanted me to be the host for the whole season. I said, okay, I could do this then. This isn't even an issue. Like I've just got to wait for my opportunity. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love that. Like talk to Trey. You just mm-hmm. you just have that. You just you just bring that energy and you're so lovable like and people people just feed off i make myself so easy to love you do you do you (laughs) know and you love music and you love so tell us also because not only are you in a um a host for the games but you also um are a voiceover and you Mm -hmm. do commercials and and promos for you know at radio one dc so tell us how you learned about the opportunity at Radio One and then how you kind of like, you know, got into the voiceover piece. Because everybody mm-hmm. who's a promotions assistant mm-hmm. yeah, doesn't have that. that, you right, know. Right, right, right. So, you know, if some people have told me, the people say, like, oh, you've got a radio voice. I'm like, I don't even know what a radio voice a, is. Because, like, you well, know, you, well, I listen to. Well, you have it. You so, so you probably wouldn't know. Right? I mean, I don't know because, like, I listen to, like, a radio voice. When I hear someone say I have a radio voice, I think of somebody like Angie Ann. She has a radio yeah, voice. Yeah. But then I look at somebody like Bacon Bear. Like, she doesn't have the prototypical radio voice, but she's live. Like, she's lit and she's yes. dope and awesome. So I don't even know what a radio voice yeah, and is. And Donnie but I, Simpson. Oh, and my Do- oh, yeah. Gosh. Donnie, Donnie is the standard for like and it's so crazy that he talks like that in real life because <laughs> no. like nah because like i remember when i first met him like you know i had that dave Chappelle. he had that skit about prince how he felt like well not prince but rick james how he felt like he had an aura yes i yes. saw a green aura around this man when i first He's met so him crazy. i've met all of my heroes like i've met lebron james i've met mike vick uh-huh. i've met Allen iverson like i've met all of the you know the famous people i've wanted to meet but when i met donnie simpson it was different I don't know what it was because uh-huh. it, it was like he and wasn't he got a real that person. Draw on his voice. Yeah. Like, Hi, how are you? What is your name? And you know he's the type to walk up to you and introduce himself. Like yes! I don't know who he is. I'm like, I love that. Yeah. I love that about him. Mm-hmm. He'll come up and hug you, and it's just like, oh my goodness, it's amazing. Yeah. So, and I know you really love doing the commercials. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, and, mm-hmm. so and like, you go out. What do you do as a promotions assistant for mm-hmm. people who don't know? Oh what yeah, that yeah, yeah. Is. So basically, for people who don't know, um, as far as promotions goes, when we're out, basically we're the we're we're, we're the people that you see in the street. You know what I'm saying? Whenever, um, whenever KYS, uh, Magic, uh, Praise, uh, uh, ESPN 980, whenever that, whenever you see them out there in the streets, you know, doing prizes, giveaways, concerts, events, that's where I'm gonna be at. So I'm your first contact. Whenever you know you want to, whenever you're not listening to the radio, I'm the first person you're gonna see. Before you see Angie, Angie, you're gonna see me. That's true. Before you see, you know, uh, you know, Donnie Simpson, uh, Tony Perkins, all them, you're gonna see me. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm really out here in these streets. I'm doing the dirty work. You are. So, you you know, are. And yeah, y'all, yeah. Trey, like, also he has other businesses. Mm-hmm. He's flipped houses. Mm-hmm. I mean, so two things I heard. I heard you mention mentorship. Yes. Like the importance of having someone in your life who has, quote unquote, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of being generous enough to take time to show and teach and be an example. Mm-hmm. So could you talk about just for a little bit um, for millennials and Gen Z people, you know, young folks and people who have these visions and ideas and these passions what the importance of having a mentor in their lives to help, you know, just kind of open the doors of possibility for them. See, like when I, when I was younger, I didn't understand how big mentorship really is. And like a mentorship doesn't even have to be, you know, somebody that you call 
and you know uh and gives you advice mentorship can can literally be inspiration mentorship can be anybody that's willing to you know anybody that you follow if you follow them you know to the t and you know you follow all of the great things that you that that you that you like about this person if you embrace all the you know you know we all have these certain people that we follow on social media mm-hmm. we have these certain things that we like about them i feel like that is a you know that's a, that's a way of mentorship but you got to find the right person though because um and, spe- and specifically to what you were asking though um as far as like having someone in your life though that th- that is really big no matter what you do because like i, I look at myself i, I see I w- working at Radio One, like I see Angie Ange every day. You know, uh, before Quick uh, Silver moved to Baltimore, I saw Quick Silver every day, every morning. You know, and you know I see Donnie Simpson every afternoon, and you know, being among these people, it makes it, it makes you realize that they're human. And you know, the more you realize that they're human, they're not these big superstars. You know, you know, we see them as these superstars, but at the end of the day, they go to Chipotle just like us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They get in two salad dressings and all that stuff, just like the rest of us. <laughs> right. So it, it really ain't no thing. And and I think that's the biggest thing is, is of having a mentor is that it humanizes, you know, things that seem impossible. Wow. Ooh. You need to quote that one. Yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> For real. Having though. mentors humanizes things that seem impossible. I could probably say that a lot Yo. better, but basically, yeah. No, that was psh- yeah. There's the genius in Trey. Mm-hmm. There is the genius. Just a little bit. So what what is next for you, Trey? Because mm-hmm. you know, someone might think that that you've sort of reached your well, I we know better. Mm-hmm. We know we all know better, but mm-hmm. some people may think like, you know, oh my goodness, you know, he's reached his peak. Like, what else is there to do? So mm-hmm. what what is your sort of vision that you have in your mind moving forward? Because I know you also like sports commentating mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. C- commentating, talking about um, the games and, you know, uh, I don't even know. I don't know the language, but, <laughs> you know, who fumbled, who intercepted, yeah, 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 yeah. who, you we know. We talk numbers. We shot. talk numbers, baby. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But you can help me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, do you still do that? Um, Not as much, but I want to get back into it. it. Yeah, definitely. Because I think my biggest thing for this year is, um, as far as my career goes, my biggest thing this year, I just want to find different opportunities. So, you know, I just want to, you know, this is my first year doing it. And um, I want to focus on just doing doing the job, doing it right. And, um, you know, I've I've been getting great feedback, reaching out to as many people as possible, you know, um, via social media. People always hit me back. I always repost them when they hit me uh, after every game. I always, uh, you know, thank, I see thank, that. Yeah, I thank people it. who come out to the game every game, even if they're rooting for the opposing team. I always thank them for coming out because uh, my goal, you know, I don't play. So, you know, my goal is, is not to make sure we win or lose. My goal is to make sure you had a good time no matter who you came to see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what I do out there. But um, when they say no permanent friends, no permanent enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. permanent yeah. interests. You you know what I'm saying? You hear me. You hear me. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, um, as far as my next moves, like I said, I really just want to work on on just building my name off what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe when the season is over, um, I'll start to kind of trend towards doing other things. You know, I actually just, um, I want to get into DJing this year. Really? Yeah. What? It's, Let yeah. me find out. I actually, oh, okay. I actually just bought some turntables yesterday. Mm-hmm. Get out! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I want to get into that because you know, I'm I'm in the radio game. So you know, I'm around these people all the time. You right. know, uh, you know, I'm I'm in Bliss almost every Saturday. You know, I'm there with Analyze and Money and Stevo and mm-hmm. Say Say and all the other people up there. So you know, I'm like I'm around this so much. You know, that you might as well I might as well learn it. And that's one thing too that I wanted to do this year. And I want and I put this challenge out to all of my friends too. I want everybody to learn. Not sp- it doesn't have to be a trade, but I want everybody to learn a new skill 
that they can make money off of. Yes. And I and I want you and I put that out to all of my friends because we are getting like after what happened with the government shutdown. Yes. You know, you need to you know, I've been laid off before. You know, there have been shutdowns of business when it is more entrepreneurship is more important now than ever, because. When you can control your own money and it's messed up because when you but when you can control your money, you can control your life. And, you know, that's very important, especially at my age now. I have a lot of people. I mean, not even at my age, even I start young because like I get I, 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 I realize I be hating on these young dudes, man. Like these young, these young guys, these young girls, they be out here getting it because I wasn't that smart when I was 18. Like I wasn't I didn't understand how the world worked when I was 21. I didn't get, you know, what's the purpose of learning a new skill. Like I just wanted to turn up and but party. But you're still young and you're picking it up quick. I am. I am. But, you know, I just see I just see so many people that's so far ahead of me. Like, you know, I look at my guy, uh, my guy, Kyle. Kyle, that's my homeboy. Kyle on the mic. Shout out to him. And, you know, he was Mr. Bowie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a young cat, 22 years old. That's like my little bro. And, uh, you know, he looks up to me. But, like, you know, I tell him all the time, like, man, I, it's a lot I could learn from you, man. Like, he's really, you know, turned his, you know, his social media status up. And, like I say, he's a young kid. And he's and he's on the come up. And he's got a lot of – he's got so much he can do. And, um, you know, I think it's really important for people to understand what they want to do, you know, at a young age. And that kind of goes back to our conversation about college. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like – there needs to be a conversation about people who just go to college because they think it's the next step. Cause I feel like, cause you know, we talked about, um, I had that video on my, on my Instagram page where I talked about not going to, you know, you don't have to go to college to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if you go hard at whatever you're trying to do, you could be successful at it. And you just got to go into it. Mm-hmm. But I also, but I don't want that to, you know, I think that was taken the wrong way um, when I put out the video. But because a lot of people, including yourself, was, uh, <laughs> including yourself, was debating when we told about some, you know, college is this, college is that, college is cool, it's a network, and you can do it to do this, uh, this, that, and the third, and which is true. But you know, I feel like you shouldn't go to college unless you have a plan. And That's like, deep. I yeah. never thought of it like that. Because like, if you want to go to college, if you want to, like, I feel like there's some jobs you gotta you gotta go to school for. Like, you want to be a doctor, you gotta go to school oh, for that. Yeah. You want to yeah, be a lawyer, yeah. you gotta go to school yeah. for that. You know, mm-hmm. you want to be. Uh, but a, a lot of things you can you can learn. A, a lot of things you can learn on your own. And um, you know, and I feel like college definitely, like you said, the biggest thing about college is that it's a network. And, you know, I always say college works only if you make it work for you. That is true. Yeah. That is true. And, you know, you can make it work for you the right way or you can kind of just, you know, you can glide through it mm-hmm. and just get your degree and go on about your business. Just, you know, and just try to get a job in the job market. That's kind of what I did. But, you know, that just made me realize I'm like, damn, I really went to school for something that I, you know, I, that I don't like for real you know and you know it this was all good in the textbooks when i'm remembering the questions for the test but this doesn't really apply to what i'm going to be doing in the job you know in you know in the work field and when i realized it was a lot different from what i was learning in the classroom i was like nah this ain't for me and then too it's interesting that that you that you say that because i'm sure many many other people had that sort of experience they Mm -hmm. went to college they got this degree and they ended up working in a to- either a totally different yeah. industry. That's how it always or works. Or they though. got in what they got in the you know like mm-hmm. this sort of whatever indus- bubble they trying to yeah typical industry for whatever their mm-hmm. major was. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, wait a minute, I hate this or like I don't like this. I can't. So and not only that, but they're 
hundreds, some of the folks are hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt mm-hmm. over a four year degree. Yeah. So I hear for real. you. Like, I for, hear you. And that's the biggest thing too, man. Like if, if, oh man, if I could do this over again, I would definitely take all the money I put in my college, you know, and just put that towards a business or my first, you know, my first uh, building house, something. I would definitely invest that somewhere because mm-hmm. specific, just, just specifically to what I'm doing now. Just because now I'm do what I do is literally not relevant to anything that I learned, at least in college. You know, other than you know my my main courses and stuff like that. At least what I did to earn my business degree, none of that. So I, I would you. definitely do that over again. But like I said, though, I didn't even know what I wanted to do until a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I feel like a lot of people really don't know what they want to do. They just end up doing something. Pretty much, yeah. I think so. And you know, that's not the way I want to live my life. I understand. You know. But it's a, it's really encouraging, Trey, to see um, the progress you've made in such a short span of time. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're going to go so much further. Like, this is only the beginning. The fact that you're you're still in your 20s. Mm-hmm. You still, Trey's in his 20s, guys. And he's already an arena stage host for a national basketball team. Mm-hmm. Like, and not only that, but he's also doing commercials and promos and he's going out and talking to people Mm -hmm. and you've got great connections he's in the midst of you know celebrities we love and we've known for so long Mm -hmm. like you know donnie simpson that we grew up listening to angie ange on the mic and and so so many others and even the younger ones little bacon bear Mm -hmm. and all of these folks that we can relate to um we are also am interested to know is there any additional advice that you would put out there um, for young young kids and and teenagers and young adults even even if you if if you go to college not going to college the, the best advice I can give you in life is to just believe in yourself because like it's because it's been so many times where I've wanted to give up it's been so many times where I'm like man this this opportunity isn't gonna come it's been so many times where like I've just been frustrated, punching the air, punching the walls, not figuring out what am I want to do in my life? Like, is this even is this even really for me? Like, should I just, you know, just just roll with the punches and go with the go with the motions and the waves of life? But like when when something's for you and you see it, I'm not sure. I can't say that the same thing works for everyone or how they see it. But like when you see that something is for you, you got to dive all the way into it because because it's not going to work. And I can't live with regrets. I can't. Um, you shouldn't either. Mm-hmm. So whatever you do, just believe in yourself. Go all the way. Speak to people. Be nice to people, man. Like, p- people are cool. People are cool. Like, yeah. people really think, you know, walking around like you, you know, walking around with a mean mug or walking around with, you know, with this with this attitude. Like, you know, somebody owe you something. Like, nah, man. Like, speak to people. Say hello. Mm-hmm. People are cool. People want to help you because somebody helped them. That's true. And people want to give back that energy that they got. That's so, true. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Trey, for joining us. Just Anytime. remember us, you know, when oh you up God. there with the millionaires and you see, with LeBron and see, all look, that I, and see, see, everybody. See, see, this is the person that got like 20K followers. You know what oh, I'm saying? I'm trying Trey. to get my follower game up. People don't even know me yet. Talking about they somebody. do know you. They, Whatever. Y'all can come, if y'all don't know me, come see me. You know, next time, next game was um, against the Pacers. Uh-huh. Um, 
you know, anytime, not even just the Pacers game. Just come to the games, man. Y'all see me, man. I'll and be tell lit. us where we can find you. Know what I'm saying you, you can follow me. On social media. Follow me on Instagram at Talk to Trey T A L K. The number two Trey T R E Y. Um, I'm a pretty funny guy. I like to make a lot of jokes on my he stories is very and stuff. Funny, y'all. He's so, hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Um, so follow me for that. Um, if you want to enjoy some good content, um, I give out tickets on my Instagram all the time too. So uh, definitely follow me there. Follow me on my Facebook. Uh, just Trey Rainey on Facebook. R A I N E Y. Uh, follow me there I have a lot of good debates and discussions on my Facebook that's where I get they call me they call me Black Trump on Facebook what? which is messed up because they just say any because anything I say people just go against it talk to Trey man <laughs> <laughs> so we look for we're gonna have you again on the show sometime yes soon. please you already know we got we got to come back and do the update you are listening to WERA 96.7 FM Arlington Virginia this is your girl Yazzie Speaks on another episode of Millennial Minds till next time peace